Hi there, my name is Dr. Shivana Naidu. I am a board-certified child, adolescent, and adult psychiatrist. Over the course of my career, seeing and treating thousands of young patients and their families, time and time again, I am reminded of how confusing it is to navigate the system of mental health care. Who are mental health care providers? How is therapy going to help my child? Should I tell the school about my child's mental health issues? What is the real diagnosis? Is medication going to change my child's personality? These are all really important questions. When parents and patients ask me these questions, there are a million thoughts I want to share. But usually, I only have two minutes left in the visit. Since I am back-to-back with patients, I don't always have the time to answer them the way that they deserve and the way that I really want to. So, this is why I started this podcast, to give you the information you need to help you think through the tough questions you are already asking, so that you can help your child in the best way possible. So join me, let's think it through, with Dr. Naidu, child psychiatrist. Hi there, welcome to Thinking It Through with Dr. Naidu, child psychiatrist, episode five, back to school on the heels of COVID. So, you know, my podcast is evolving as we all are. And usually in my prior podcast, I would write a full script and then read from it so that I knew exactly what I was going to say. But I kind of want to try something different this time. So I would really appreciate your feedback. Um, email me at drshivananaidu at gmail.com and let me know if the way I'm doing it this way is better, which is going to kind of be just talking off the cuff with some outlines and some ideas of where I want to go. So let me know. So COVID and kids. So right now I live in Arizona and because it's the end of June, most kids have been off already for at least a month. So they're basically smack dab in the middle of summer and they'll be starting school either in the mid-July or the beginning of August. So school's coming up pretty soon for a lot of kids here. So I wanted to have an episode about considerations for things regarding going back to school given how crazy it's been this past year. I want to touch upon briefly developmental stages of life in kids and how this can affect them and school. So kids ages five to second grade, so this is about five to seven, five to eight, typically are concerned mainly about separating from their parent and their caregiver. So now that we've had COVID and you've been in the house with your kids for a year or more, it may be harder for kids in this age range to step out of home and go back into the school system. So we know that for those first few months with them reacclimating into school, they might have more breakdowns, more tantrums, more what we call oppositional traits or talk back, trying to protest being back in school, which may look like anger, but really is rooted in anxiety because they really don't want to leave their parent. And this may be worsened if someone in your family passed away from COVID or got really sick, or if uh, one of you has an underlying health condition that could make you more susceptible to COVID. Because remember, these kids are going to go into school and be potentially exposed to other kids that may have uh, this potential virus. So keep that in mind if you have a kid age five to eight, kinder to second. Now, second to sixth, right? So this is the majority uh, remainder of um, elementary school. These kids are typically concerned about doing the right thing, following the rules, 
or if you have a more obstinate kid not following the rules but but generally they want to do the right thing they want to be people pleasers they want to fit in so for these kids their anxiety may kick up when the unknown comes in do i or don't i wear a mask am i socially distancing or physically distancing or am i not can i play with my friends on the playground or can i not so all of these things that may come from the uncertainty of how school will go now that we are in an era where most of the adults in school will be vaccinated but the kids will not this may provoke some anxiety and some unrest in this age of child so i think being really clear with the teacher and the principal about what the rules are in the fall for how school is going to be executed will be really helpful to make sure these kids have a firm understanding of what they're supposed to do and what they're supposed to not do. Now, ages uh, grades 7 to 10, so this is mainly middle school. This is the age range where kids are starting to develop more of an interest in their social relationships, and that takes up more of their world than their relationship with their parent. So they're testing their social boundaries, they're trying to develop friends, their self-esteem is mainly affected by what other kids think of them. So this is a situation where you also want to be really clear about kids and what other kids are doing. So these are kids that are going to be more concerned about what their friends are doing, are they wearing a mask or have they thought about getting vaccinated? Um, is their family okay with you hanging out with them outside versus inside? So this is another situation where you have to be mindful about your friends and the friends' families because what messages are getting from their friends' families may also affect how they think about themselves and whether they think uh, well of themselves or not. These are also kids where if they've had a challenge academically and have been really behind because of the past year and how chaotic school has gone down for many kids, um, they may be struggling academically and feeling more behind than their peers or think that they're more behind than they actually are because most kids, unfortunately, have really struggled academically, academically this year because of how things have gone down. So I think kids may have this warped idea of where other kids are and then put an unrealistic expectation on themselves to be at a certain place when actually everybody is really struggling. So I would be mindful about double checking this age range, 7th grade to 10th grade, their perception of other kids and where they're at versus these kids and where they actually are at. And finally, we have the, t the 11th to 12th graders, the very end of high school. Now, I do think this past year, this age range really suffered a lot. I think the high school seniors really did not get the send-off that they usually get that's a part of the fanfare of graduation from high school. So I think across the, the world, we've been mourning uh, for these, this age range of kids. Um, but going into the next year, these 11th graders and 10th graders are concerned about their next stage of life, right? Finishing high school, academics, college, jobs, adult responsibilities for a lot of kids. So I think um, being mindful about them having their um, one foot in the door of adulthood and one foot in the door of school, it may make these kids, depending on where their academic prowess is, you know, for kids who are really thinking about going to college and taking that next step, they really want to make sure their academics are strong and that they get the scholarships that they can and that they can participate in the extracurriculars they need so that they can really solidify their next steps. But then for the other subset of kids who may not be college bound, 
who are just trying to get by, maybe consider community college, maybe just considering working after high school, I think these are kids that are going to be more thinking about how you as a parent are thinking and how you have been cultivating them to be more independent. And then we're going to have a group of kids in this 11th, 10th grader, uh, sorry, 11th, 12th grader range who really are just struggling to get by. You know, they have no idea what they're going to do after high school. They really could care less because they're going to be sleeping on your couch. So these are the kids where we have to really try to think about maybe counseling or some sort of motivation, an apprenticeship, volunteering to really get them out there to build the confidence that they have purpose and they have meaning that they can contribute to society. So um, so that's kind of where developmentally the school age kids may lie and how I think COVID and um, the repercussions of COVID may affect them transitioning into this next step and next phase of being more in school. So, you know, I just want you to consider as a parent that you should be mindful about um, checking your own anxiety, right? Depending on where you are at personally with COVID-19 and with your other obligations to family members, wherever they are in the state or in your own uh, hometown, just being mindful about how your anxiety will affect your kid. Because if you're super anxious about COVID and um, your kid is not super anxious about COVID and they're hanging out with friends and couch surfing, I mean, that's going to cause a whole family dynamic for you. So just be mindful that that may not change over the next six months, but to find a way to have a dialogue with them to find a happy medium so that you can both coexist in the same home um, and not disappoint each other. So two, I would ascertain with your school if there are changes to the school timings of drop-off and pick-up, if there are changes with the physical distancing or the wearing of masks that will be required this fall, um, because we know that kids under 12 cannot get a vaccine. And we know that it's not mandated to have a vaccine to be in school for this these vaccines. So we don't know exactly who's going to be vaccinated or not. I would guess that most teachers will try to be vaccinated, but that may not be the case. So um, just reminding your child that still wearing a mask may be a strong possibility, especially if they are under the age of 12, and making sure they're comfortable with that. Because over the summer, most families have become lax. Kids are playing outside. They're not always wearing masks. And for some kids, especially if they have sensitivity to textures, um, we have to remind them to get back into the habit of wearing masks so they can be successful in school. I would also work to really reestablish a sense of structure and responsibility for school the two weeks prior to when you're choosing to have your kid attend school if they are going in person. So this means bedtime routines, morning routines, um, reading routines, the structure that you typically will have surrounding going back into school because we need to give these kids another sense of semblance of normalcy which we've all kind of been struggling with this past year. But I think this new academic year kind of can set the tone for a fresh new start, a fresh new routine, and getting back to who we want to be. Um, I would also make sure that throughout this experience that you really acknowledge. Acknowledge for this child the frustration and anxiety and unknowing that may be going on in this child's mind and around us in society because we really still don't totally know. Validate their concerns. Talk to them before they go into school. Hear their concerns and frustrations and use phrases. Be mindful when you're responding to them to let them know with your words that I hear you. I see you. 
it's okay to feel this way. And at the end of the day, I love you. We got this and we're going to get through this. Remember, no matter how frustrated, confused, overwhelmed, or uninformed you feel, I know that you are smart enough, brave enough, resourceful enough, good enough to do something about it. That's why you're here, right? So in this episode, I gave you some thoughts um, kind of off the cuff about COVID-19 and going back to school. And in that, I included kind of uh, a piece about the developmental stages of school-aged kids and how that may affect the um, potential um, uprising of anxiety that may happen because of that. So um, I also brought up some tips to kind of reframe returning back into school and some ways to validate the concerns of your child. So if this was helpful and if you liked it this way, which was more off-the-cuff, free-flowing, please do email me at drshivananaidu at gmail.com and give me your feedback. Hi again, this is Dr. Naidu. Thank you for joining me in this episode of Thinking It Through with Dr. Naidu. Please remember that the opinions expressed in this podcast are my own and not representative of my job or any organization that I belong to. Please remember that the info provided in this podcast is not medical treatment or a substitute for medical treatment. Please always bring up these points with your own doctor and think it through with them too. If you or your family member are struggling with suicidal thoughts, Please don't wait. Please don't hesitate. Call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK or text the Crisis Text Line at 741-741 or call 911 and bring yourself or your child to the nearest emergency room. If there's a topic that you'd like me to address or discuss in this podcast, or if you have any feedback for me to make it better, please do email me at drshivananaidu at gmail.com. That is dr. S-H-I-V-A-N as in Nancy A dot N as in Nancy A-I-D as in dog O-O at gmail.com. I will think with you soon.